in abundance all the right and wrong. That's pretty good. Hello. How's it going, you guys? Somebody say, alrighty then. Alrighty. I meant that sarcastically. But whatever. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. So, back in the heavenly flow, Put you in the nose so your body do glow. So that the Holy Ghost could be like, I told you so. We need to sing the Ruth Heflin song for a half hour that goes, Ha 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 he 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 ho 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 ho. We'll play it for the offering tonight. Amen. Mm. Jesus. Everybody have a good 4th of July. Happy independence from the Klipoth. Some of you were celebrating that with us this weekend. Freedom from the demonic sapphire stones. But without that freedom, there is no freedom at all. Only the illusion in the delusion of the selfish animal with its selfish desires. Under what? Under the guise of what? What do those selfish desires almost always, especially in Christianity, in the drunken glory stream to your glory stream, to your Lutheran chapel, to your Lutheran pulpit, to your Baptist church, to your New Age religion, to your political religion, to your dietary religion, to your tree-hugging religion and every religion. What does that delusion of selfishness almost always come in the guise of? Jewish rabbis spoke of it. Some leaders have spoken of this. Over the years, very few with understanding. What did the rabbinical community call it? A mitzvah? What is that? Mm. Simply doing the will of God. In the New Covenant and New Torah, what is your mitzvah? Doing the will of God. By what? You memorized the book? You memorized <laughs> all the books in every chapter of the Bible so you could reference it with your mentality, with your brain, so you could call upon what you know, what you've studied, what you have in your own wisdom from experience and how much glory you felt, how drunk you felt when someone said something, the demonic angel flashes that you saw that confirmed your sin that you thought was revelation. Oh yes. How intelligent is the demonic intelligent of the higher levels of the Klipoth coming down like black milk of the breasts of Lilith. Mm. Down, dripping down through the tower of Jezebel, working to overthrow your destiny, your calling, and even your understanding, because it's your understanding, that inner intelligence of the 
word of God written, the son of righteousness. The fire rose blazing within you, the menorah lamp, the seven spirits of the living God, Christ within you, Jesus Christ within you, Jesus Christ who came in the flesh, And I command every spirit in this place and every spirit in your home watching now to confess right now that Jesus Christ came in the flesh and any one that won't, let the holy angels bind them, burn them in the lake of the fire, burn them in the lake of fire forever. Let that judgment come upon them now. For it is the angels you will judge, it is written. So let them be judged now at the coming of the day of the Lord. What is the day dawning? The sun of righteousness rising in our hearts on sapphire stones and nothing else. No other God. You will have no other gods before me. So what is that disguise of your enemy? So crafty and cunning that it was more subtle than any beast in Yetzira. More cunning and more subtle than any beast of the field, than any beast in the garden, to deceive Eve to draw away Adam. It was a mitzvah. The disguise of the appearance of the will of God in your life is the very subtlety of Satan and the heights of the black sapphire stones that have deluded you and stolen and killed those things of your destiny in your life. But God is speaking resurrection, life, and power. How? What did Brennan get today in a confirmation? How many times confirmed? Ruthless righteousness. Mm -hmm. Ruthless righteousness. No more, Mr. and Mrs. Nice Christian. Just let the demons walk all over you. Just let every angel flash. And I felt the anointing. Oh, I felt drunk and there was so much glory. Anathema that out of your wicked hearts. You have not in mind the things of God. Why? The carnal mind. The carnal mind can never please the Holy Spirit. The carnal brain. The carnal mind of the nefesh animal soul why is it animal they reverted at the curse of the fall but there's hope for your nefesh yet it doesn't have to be dirty filled with the unclean things the unclean animals representing the unclean spirits let it be the pure living waters and the blood of the innocent lamb the innocence, the innocence restored to your nefesh. How? You're going to have to sacrifice. And become a living stone. I will give you a stone with a new name on it. I will give you a new heart. I'll give you a new soul. Go up sapphire stones. Receive a neshama. What are you going to have to do? Purify yourselves. Cleanse yourselves. Cleanse your conscience. Bob Jones. Purify yourselves, it is written. 
He's given you the tools and you're hearing it. How many days are you going to hear it at Joel's bar? How many times are you going to hear the apostle Brandon terrorize your sins before you say today is the day enough is enough. I'm going to put away the self-pity, the shame of my sins of the past, all alignments that you've had with the enemy, with Jezebel's tower, with Lilith, with the king of demons. Samuel of Had and Prince Michael to keep him bound for anyone that rises. The confrontation is so real against the principalities right now, but very few are sealed inside the Rock of Ages. A lot of people are outside the Shekinah self-justifying. It's a terrible time to be out of the heavenly rhyme, like a mime, just doing your own thing, spending your own dime. But I tell you the truth, God's love never changes despite being outside the Shekinah glory. See, the Shekinah glory is the door to God the Father. As it's written, I am, Yadivave, the sheep gate to the Father. That's what Jesus Christ said in the red letters. I am, Yadivave, sheep gate to the Father. No one comes to the Father except through Yadivave, Jesus Christ and him crucified to death. Now what part needs to be crucified to death to go to the Father of glory? The entire nefesh. Amen? Whose job is it to crucify the nefesh? Jesus Christ said, I will send the Holy Spirit. He will convict of sin, righteousness, and coming judgment. It is the Ruah, Hakadesh. And his job, Periclete, to convict of sin, righteousness, and coming judgment. And we thank you, Holy Ghost, for conviction. For so many in this society have hardened their hearts from even being convicted about sexual immorality, about covetousness, greed, killing through the murder of the mouth, the sin of leprosy, of sinning with the mouth. All the jealousy you do with the factions, the envies, the witchcraft, the sorceries of Galatians 5, the fruits of the flesh and the sin list of the great apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 5. Are we convicted today or are we self-justifying? The self-justification of the nefesh, Hebrew word for flesh in the Bible, nefesh. You need the conviction of the animal nefesh, the mark of the animal in the forehead, you have to be vulnerable to conviction from the Ruah, HaKadosh, that Jesus Christ, Messiah King, has sent to us. Anyone who hardens their heart against the Holy Spirit cannot be saved. So there's a continuous softening, not a one-time softening. A constant softening of heart, mind, and flesh. Why? Because your flesh is the temple of the Ruah HaKadosh. Amen. Let that word go into your spirit. Don't shake it off. Let it go right in. Let it penetrate through your mind, down through your heart. Let it cut and circ- Let it go in. Let it go in. Open up your gates. Let the King of Righteousness, 
the sword of the mouth of God the Father, the lightning sword of the Father's mouth, Jesus Christ. Let it go in. Don't deflect. There's no self-protection from the word of God. Self-protection from the word of God that you're hearing out of the apostle's mouth, even now, is covenant with demons. It's not about somebody else. Forget about everybody else. Forget about, oh, an example of this somewhere else that I saw. Make it about you right now. This is a precious time that you have to receive that word of God. Let it go into your mind, down through your heart, and right into your spirit. He's trying to energize your spirit. But when you deflect it, you're rejecting the opportunity for a greater salvation, for a greater deliverance, for a greater healing. So receive the word of God. Receive the sword. It's not going to make you feel peaceful initially. He didn't come to bring peace. He came to bring a sword. So if the word of God being given makes you uncomfortable, let it make your heart uncomfortable. Let that sword of the word of God confront the demonic altars that you have in the heart, in the mind, even in your spirit. Some people might be shocked that if they made the journey, if they made the journey all the way to the Holy of Holies within their own spirit, they'd find a demon there and not the Shekinah glory of God. It's a demon and not God. It's a demon with stolen light. Oh, and the brightness. And how do you think they become masters of the temple, working wickedness, working unrighteousness, 33 degree Freemason, sorcerers, left-hand path, followers of Aleister Crowley, not the external things that you might see out there uh, superficially, but the ones who walk in it internally with an internal covenant with Satan. You know, a lot of people manifested when we posted that, that video and that reel about the glory of God and how you cross over into the Holy of Holies within your own spirit to have that encounter. A lot of people manifested when we talked about enemy soldiers of the enemy army doing the same thing but in unrighteousness. Like, oh, God would never let them in. Who do you think is in their holy of holies? Who do you think is in their holy place? It's not God. God Hevave is not their God. It's Satan. I feel fire coming out of the top of my head right now. What is behind the curtain within you? Who do you serve? Tear down every idol. Every Asherah pole, every Baal, every false god of Jezebel, every lying god of Ahab, every wicked Moab, Moabite gods and goddesses, the Baal of, Pe of Peor. Who are you serving within you? Oh, the kingdom of heaven is within me. Which heavens are you serving? Let's look Which at the God cliff are you off. Serving? Let's look at the cliff off. You need to understand the devil because you're getting delivered tonight. This is fallen angel inside minded called the curse of the fall when you're born of flesh. That's why you must be born again. I remember you can uh, just take a look at that screenshot it save it on your phones. I remember in 2008 when the God inside minded revolution really began and people were beginning to awaken to Christ in them and his glory, Colossians 127. 
there were people during that time that refused to lay hands on their own bowels because when they did, they'd literally start hissing. This is in Minnesota now. Okay, this happened. This is in 2008. I'm at Drunken Glory meetings with friends and, and family members, sending out posters to these big meetings down by the airport and MSP. And people are coming in. 10,000 posters were sent out. People were coming in. At the notion of becoming God inside minded by laying your hand. Okay, you can lay hands on others. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens if you lay hands on the temple of the Holy Ghost and not in masturbation, but in consecration? Can you lay hands on out of your belly flows rivers, John 7 38, until the rivers flow and cleanse your spirit entirely? I tell you the truth. Most people in 2008 could not. They couldn't even lay hands on their spirit. Why? Because there were so many demons inside them, they immediately had to reveal themselves on their faces. Mm -hmm. Oh, everyone, take your hand and put Turns it on your spirit right now. You're watching at home or you're here live. Take your hand, put it on your spirit right now, and say this out loud. Let my God be revealed. Let my God be revealed. Amen. And anything that's in there that's not yad heh vav to sevayat, the Lord of hosts, Jesus Christ who came in the flesh, be loosed. Put that hand on your spirit. Let it be loosed. Every other God, every other idol and altar to every other God, be torn down and be loosed from your spirit mm. and from your soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So just say, Amen. Amen. There we Amen. go. Yeah, let it be done. That's good. The angels watching, you at home. Yeah, let it be loosed I out of your soul. I just went into ketosis and not through starvation. I swear, my stomach just started bubbling like I'm in ketosis right now, and I had a huge lunch, so it's a total sign and wonder. I remember in a 2008 with a John Scotland and a bunch of drunken glory people, Benjamin Dunn, and pray for Benjamin Dunn to come back. He's supposed to be a part of Red Letter Ministries, and I believe he's going to come back. And back then, with John Scotland and Benjamin Dunn, People would physically feel bubbles bubbling up from their bellies when the Shekinah of the river of life started to manifest inside them. So it doesn't matter the size of your lunch, the size of your breakfast, you know, if you have a nutritionist or your workout routine, this is supernatural. This is Holy Ghost. This is Holy Spirit through the blood of Jesus wanting to purge all his people's spirits. You know, the Bible says, out of your innermost being, Amplified Classic, John 7, 38, will flow rivers of living creative power for those who believe in Jesus Christ. Out of your innermost being. So, Ezekiel 47 is fulfilled in John 7, 38. The issue is, now we got to check the waters pH, you know, if the pH is off, chlorine levels, you can't swim in that water. You get mushrooms growing on you. Turn to algae. Look like, you know, some kind of swamp. So you have someone who's a pool expert or a water expert, especially if you start to get into saltwater aquariums, highly complicated stuff. And you come in and you deal with the waters so it's a livable habitat. We are dealing with the waters inside the temples. Waters represent nations in advanced prophetics of Elijah and Samuel, not to be confused with Samael that we're wrestling here tonight, but with 
Samuel, the 18th judge of Israel, there is a testing of the waters of the nations to cleanse them and purge them, just like Moses. Moses was instructed to throw the branch into the bitter waters of Lucifer, Wormwood, so that the Israelites could drink them in the wilderness and not die from dehydration. So Jesus Christ died on a branch, on a tree, literally on a piece of wood, so that the waters of the nation's inner man, the invisible person of the heart, your spirit that I'm speaking to tonight, can be clean, righteous, sparkling, healed, holy, set apart for the service of the new covenant priesthood and Jesus Christ's bloodline. Amen. And God wants to make our hearts crystal clear and sparkling yet. A lot of people say, is it too late for me? Am I too far gone in the enemy? People say these things a lot more than you think. Has the enemy corrupted me, my spirit, my invisible person, so much the places where I hide? Song of Solomon 2. Those foxes that spoil the internal invisible vineyard of the eternal spirit that you really are inside that flesh right now. People say from their spirit in genuine sincerity, am I too far gone? What this world is, what the Luciferians have done to me, what the deep state has done to me, what Epstein Island has done to me, what society, what high school and college and religion and rebellion and demons, and angels, beasts and birds, principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions. What they have done to me, am I too far gone? I tell you the truth. No. Absolutely not. You can be cleansed by living waters at any moment. How? By hearing, as it's written. Today, in hearing, the word of God, harden not your hearts in the wilderness. What's wilderness? Where there is earth, Malkut in Hebrew, Malkut. Harden not your hearts in Malkut because the living waters are inside the words. The washing of the water of the word, it is written. It is written. We have not been enemies of animals or nefesh. We have been enemies of angels and gods, plural, Elohim. That's what the fallen angels are called in Hebrew in the Old Testament, the Elohim. Have I not said you are gods, Elohim? Same word for devils as it is for men and women in Psalms 82. Study it to show yourself approved. Psalms 82. Have I not said you are Elohim gods, but you will die as men. Why are they going to die if they're gods? Well, they didn't check themselves, therefore they wrecked themselves, which means they rent not their hearts, only their garments. God wants us to deal with our innermost being, our spirit. God sees the spirit. Rico. Uh, okay. <clears throat>
Well, we, we still have audio. Yeah, we're still going. Yeah. Oh, well, we're Black getting that there. upgraded here. That journey he's speaking of is your journey through that first world of Isaiah. The purification of your innermost being, your inner man. What does that entail? Why did Bob Jones, the prophet, say to cleanse your conscience first and then fly into the sun? You'll need a sparkling conscience. That is the ridding of your spirit of iniquity. That ridding of your spirit of iniquity is your journey through the world of Isaiah. When you stand on the moon, you've entered into the kingdom of his righteousness, the kingdom of his holiness. That is why that first step onto the moon, that first step is some of the most contested of your entire walk with Christ into the cosmos, into the tree of life. That's usually when all hell breaks loose against you. You've got the things in the heavenlies above. You've got Jezebel's tower below, shooting their fiery darts, shooting their arrows. And it seems like all the believer can do is just to, to hold on, hold tight to what you have, what you stepped into. But if you don't give up, you can take new ground, new territory. Never look back. What did Lot's wife do? She looked back. Where? Sodom and Gomorrah. Never look back to Black Malkut. What are you leaving behind? The giving away of the affections of the heart? In the whoredom of God-inside-minded, drunken glory Christianity? Are you looking behind to all the parties you're going to miss out on? No one's inviting you to all their 4th of July parties because now you're sober. Now you don't walk the same as you used to walk. You don't behave the same as you used to behave. If you don't look back, you forge on ahead. Where is ahead? Where is upward? Inward. Purifying yourself, studying to show yourself approved, not by man, not by someone's opinion on Facebook, not so that you can win all kinds of people to your prophetic live stream, right? Let me pray for you, pray for you, give me a word, give, let me give you a word, let me give you a word, let me look good in front of man. but you leave behind the profane. Forsake the false prophets, the prophets of Baal, forsake the tower of Jezebel, 
And you can take that step onto the moon, onto righteousness. Malkut of holiness. And you decree it over yourself, and no matter who manifests around you, or what any man or woman says to you, oh, you're concerned, family members and friends are so concerned, and they have all their opinions, you forge on ahead, just not caring for the shame that comes from man, but walking in righteousness. I don't care what they say. What Prophet Shadrach was talking about today? Are you a soldier? Are you a real soldier? Are you gonna flail and, and flake out when everyone around you, your family members, your friends, are, are coming after you? People who used to be once close companions in your walk of faith are now your enemies because what? Who's their real God? Their real God is exposed. When you go up on sapphire stones, when you align with the apostolic, the true apostolic of Red Letter Ministries, you'll find out quickly who their gods really are. Who their gods really are. Oh yeah, the lion. I see the lion. Uriel eat Lilith tonight. Holy. I see Uriel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matching your green today. Amen. Amen. Let it be consumed. Are you a real soldier? Let me ask you this. Do you know what month in the coming days is typically the yearly exam throughout this entire apostleship? Have you figured it out yet? Do you understand times and seasons? Oh, I see the 11-11. I see 3 through 3 every day. Do you understand by the time last season's major test came, the Lord had me prepare... I feel fire. He's talking right now. The Lord had me preparing, and I understood that it was coming. I knew exactly what was coming and what type of an ordeal it would be. And we've been preparing since February. What we went through last August, I'd been preparing in the secret place of prayer since February. That's when the Lord revealed to me what would happen. Are you listening? Do you get it yet? What do we go through every year the same things every year? How does the spirit of death work? How does the angel of death work? And all the kingdom of death, all the klepoth we just looked at, the bloodlines, the yearly cycles, year after year, Day after day, making the same sacrifices, but never coming to an understanding or a knowledge of the truth. Every July, around late June to early and mid-July, what's the test every year that comes to Red Letter Ministries to everyone in it? Do you know yet? Have you picked up on it? Lust. Ding! Yep, that's it. And a higher and higher reformed forms mm -hmm. to disguise it as what? What did we learn tonight? Are you taking notes? Do you remember? It disguises itself as a mitzvah, yeah, complicated Jewish word, maybe. Understand, it will disguise itself as you doing the will of God. Well, I need to be close to this person. If you are looking to the opposite sex to be your close brother or sister in Christ, and that is not your spouse, you are doing the will of Satan today. Understand that. Like, oh, well, in heaven, it's like this and like this, and I want to make it. Do you understand what every saint that has gone into the cloud of witnesses, anyone who's walked on sapphire stones, will tell you the same thing. Even witnesses who talked to Rick Joyner when he got caught up into heaven 
gave him the instruction, never seek after relationships. That's why you should never seek friendships. Not with the same sex, not with the opposite sex, especially not with the opposite sex. They are not there for your friendships in this time. We are in a perverse generation. And even what did the witness in heaven say to Rick Joyner? If you weren't out of your body in the spirit right now, you'd be gripped by lust even now, lusting after perfect heavenly and celestial beings. So what does that tell you? We're living in the perverse generation. You're a soldier. You don't need your heart and emotions, oh, coddled and pet by Lilith, by Jezebel. Oh, but the attention. No, be loosed. It's time for you to separate your heart affections. The measure that you give your heart affections away to someone of the opposite sex, especially, who is not your spouse, that is the measure you're still fornicating with demons. And that's many of you at the sound of my voice. I'm sorry to say that. I'm not sorry to say it, but I'm sorry that it's true. I wish it wasn't. We have better things in mind for you. What does it feel like to come out of that whoredom? When you first cut it off, it's going to feel like you're letting go of your favorite parts of your favorite belief system and the the glory and the love and the affections. Who's going to understand me? All kinds of things from the heart, Yetzirah, which is deceitful above all things, it is written. What can cure it? Circumcise your heart. Rend your heart and not your garments. It's time to get real. When the tests come, no, we might be praying and interceding for the level of examination that can take place yearly, year-to-year basis. But when the pressure of the tests come, are you going to believe the accuser of the brethren or the accuser of the apostles when people bring you fake photoshopped evidence of fake accusations of lying did it come from a demon or did it come from god did it come from man or did it come from god are you a soldier or are you going to shake in your boots and quake in your boots oh i don't know is this really of god is this okay so and so said this get it together soldier do you even know what army you're in do you know what your leaders are what are you here for God is raising up soldiers in this time. And if you're not willing to be a soldier, if you're just going to shake and quake in your boots, and oh, I'm not, you're not ready to join the army. Maybe go back to nursery. But many of you, God has called and asked you to get up out of the nursery. Put on your boots, soldier. You're going to war. Like Shadrach mentioned today, you're not going to wait till things are perfect in your life. You're going to carry your cross. When did I start making videos for Red Letter Ministries? When I was surrounded by worms and scorpions physically, working 17, sometimes up to 20 hours a day, three to four hours of sleep a night, less if I wanted more Torah study, more praise and worship, and I'd pay that. And then in the free time, make content, and people would watch it and get healed. So what's your excuse? Are you surrounded up by demons on all sides? Welcome to the party. Welcome to the army of the Lord. 
Start with your own home. Start with your own temple. Drive the Satans out. Drive the demons out. Get real with God. Stop playing games. The prophets used to say, most of you are still playing games with God and you think it's funny. It's not funny. Most of you are still playing games with God. And even though that judgment has been delayed somewhat this season, it is coming. Do not mistake this time of tolerance. Do not mistake this time of the delay of judgment for tolerance. That's what I'm trying to say. Do not mistake the patience of God. I'm talking right now, summer 2023. We're in July now. We have confirmation that there has been a delay in judgment because God is showing patience. If you abuse that now, you are in for a rude awakening. God will not be mocked. This is a time of repentance. This is a time of joining the army. This is a time to stop playing games and decide who are you going to fight with? What side are you going to be on? Are you for the Lord or not for the Lord? Are you going to be in the army of the Lord? Are you going to align with the apostolic, the red letter ministries of Jesus Christ and red letter ministries? Or are you going to attack the sapphire stones of Jesus Christ and join the cliff off? Amen. Right when I mentioned we're wrestling Lilith tonight, the camera turned off. I keep that thing on sometimes for five days straight. Mm -hmm. And it was still on, but it was off. And there's no timeout button on it because we're in video mode. So, you know, we've blown out three elevators, now a camera, all the servers for my radio stream in the whole world, which is over 100,000 channels of online radio streaming, and two front doors in the last 24 hours. Why are the electronics just breaking like glass? You could say, oh, well, you're confronting principalities. That's a small part of it. That's very small. The main thing is we're bringing sapphire energy that is confronting every barrier, wall, window, door, and building of Balaam sorcery in Babylon the Great. So what they use is the light that is actually darkness. Jesus Christ said, Beware, beware that the light in you is not actually darkness. Red letters now. It is written. What is light that's darkness? Black sapphire stones. Let's take a look at it. Some of you need to understand what's been going on your whole lives. And this is sorcery. This is the cliff off. This is what you learn in Freemasonry, Job's daughters, and in the Eastern Star. And this is how you work up the ranks of Hollywood Boulevard and become a star on Hollywood Boulevard. This is it. This is your arch nemesis. It is the second heavens under the occupation of Samael and his wife Lilith, also known as Satan and his angels. And it's the truth anyhow. The word for the devil in the Old Testament is often Samael. Samael. In the New Testament, we just say Satan. Why? Because it's already written in the Old Testament. The Old Testament was the Bible for the first century, guys. That was the Bible. That's why we don't have New Testament Psalms. That's why we don't have New Testament Job. Because the Bible, the Scriptures, the Holy Scriptures were the Old Testament through the blood of the Lamb in the New Covenant context, which doesn't mean abusing grace, obviously. It means wisdom. It means 
gleaning and learning from all the prophets, kings, priests, and judges of old, and using it in a greater glory, an ever-increasing glory of the new covenant of Jesus Christ to his King Messiah of heaven and earth. Now Lilith there, that's in the position of the black moon. Right. So once you find yourself having escaped Jezebel's tower, you're lifting off of Black Malkut, and it feels like all hell breaks loose right about when you're touching the moon. Yeah. It's that some people have described their struggle to stay with their feet planted there, to not slip. And we are not wrestling this stuff tonight for us. We're not. We're wrestling this stuff tonight only for you. Truth anyhow. Amen. Yeah, if, if it was just going to be our own will, what's going to be best for us individually, we would be looking at, let's look at the big, <laughs> the big colorful picture of the Sephiroth, the big one. Okay. New World's chart, I believe. Yeah. We would be looking at some of those higher things in the higher levels that would help us to personally advance to the next level. Mm-hmm which is what we are going to be doing on our own time in our own Torah study. And we teach and preach that here at Joel's Bar. Mm. But understanding, we're in a time right now where judgment is coming upon these creatures. You will see, Nathaniel, angels ascending and descending upon the Son of God. You know, it's the same exact Hebrew as Genesis 28, Jacob's Ladder. What's Jacob's Ladder? Doesn't that look like DNA? Even the glory stream has said Jacob's ladder is a DNA inside you. Yet, you don't know you were created sixth day through fifth, fourth, third, second, and first day. Genesis 1. It is written. What's fourth day? God creating the stars, the sun, and the moon, and naming them, and saying they are good. Mm-hmm. They are good. Torah. They are good. So you don't get fifth day. You don't get sixth day without fourth, third, second, and first. Mm. We have had a lot of Christianity down here that in ignorance has fought against Creator in the guise of self-goodness. I tell you the truth, I've been telling you this for 15 years broadcasting. The Christians today in Babylon the Great are in deeper bondage in their minds than Israel was under Pharaoh in Moses' exodus. That's accurate. There's a greater bondage of the Christians today in Babylon the Great. Now, what is that? That's the seventh church of Revelation 2 and 3. Now, what are they called? Laodicea. From the seventh church of Laodicea, which is the last church of earth, we get the commandment of Jesus Christ in Revelation 4.1. Come up here! Come up! You've been on the earth long enough. I want you in the heavenlies. Amen. So we tap into Bob Jones' last 50 years. We listen to Bobby Connor. We listen to the prophets teaching and preaching in celestial realms, having raptures, ecstasies, trances, until... A righteous generation appears of Daniel 12, verse 3. We've quoted it enough at Joel's Bar over the years. You should have it memorized like good Bereans. I'm not making fun of you. It's just repetitiveness. 
you should literally understand Daniel 12.3 that says, Those who teach righteousness will shine as the stars of the heavens forever. Amen? Amen. Or are you just going home <laughs> and just forget about everything at Joel's Bar and just start worrying and thinking about how your boss treated you at work, how your coworkers treated you at work. And so-and-so said this to me, and they said that. I can't believe they would do this. Well, I just got to pray about this thing and that and oh, but my, my, my husband is just not reading the Bible and oh, my wife just this doesn't get it, doesn't get RLM. What am I going to do? Oh, God, oh, God, what am I going to do? Don't have enough money. Don't have enough endurance. Oh, God, oh, God. And that's why it's going in one year and out the other year. What are you actually doing with your time? Are you still in the sin of worry? Are you still in the sin of doubt? The mark of true understanding, if you're in a true study of Torah, it should lead you into understanding. Into what? The spirit of wisdom, understanding, the Holy Spirit of knowledge. <laughs> wow. So, what are you being led into? Is it confusion? Is it doubt? Is it worry? Worried about work. Worried about what my friends' opinions are. Worried about, oh, my family's persecuting me. Because I'm learning righteousness. The mark of understanding. The mark of understanding is obedience. I have to get a new camera. I can't handle the heat. This is the best video camera it's only made. Wow. Let's see. I the mark of understanding is obedience. Even the camera is overheating in the glory. So. <laughs> Praise God. We've had a lot of reports. We had our uh, gentleman who does a lot of work for us with the videos, making the reels, uh, gave us a report that there was one of these reels from the Joel's bar. He was making a few of them. And there was one in particular that whenever he went to load, to load or to export, you know, however he was saving the video, four times it blew out the power. <laughs> Each and every time, nothing different, nothing changed, only the glory of the Word of God coming down through sapphire stones, touching the technology, touching the electronics. We had on the 4th of July... The other day, I know everyone probably has a nice, you know, you know, wonderful time. We had a wonderful time of celestial warfare. You know, we get that word, the prophet gets up in the morning and decrees, this is a time of war. Next thing you know, well, is it war? Is it increase in glory? I'll tell you this. I told the women's uh, group this for Red Letter Ministries. The increase of glory is also the confrontation. Why? When the glory increases, it goes forward, it goes up, it expands in power, in word, and in action. It's the empowerment of the increase of the Shekinah glory and the Kavad glory within you and upon you to take new territory. And when the increase of glory expands, it automatically confronts whatever evil is opposing or blocking or stifling in any way. 
And so oftentimes what you find is you'll see things happen, like uh, precious sister Lisa's phone has not hardly been functioning for the last two weeks, and this is like an iPhone 14. <laughs> Just the glory has gotten so strong, and I know we're, we have something in the works. We're going to be migrating Joel's army onto a platform uh, for 60 million, uh, but right now for the next 300 of Joel's army, Gideon's 300, and when... Lisa got onto this platform and we got the video call working. There was so much glory. I could barely do a basic function. And I'm talking about in the heights that I stand in the Sephirot, in the world of Berea, I could barely do a basic function while following the Google instructions that are just clear and plain as day. And the song playing in the background was a mighty wave, mighty wave. You are joining the army to be part of this mighty wave, a move of God. And the glory was just astounding. So we have, uh, how can you explain the doors of the garage were breaking. There was people all around, couldn't figure it out. Elevators breaking, the electronics the whole going entryway at her place broke yesterday they had five car pileups trying to get to fourth of july activities but the door didn't work it's a brand new door brand new building they have quick release they have security backups all of it shut down electronically yep and between our place how many elevators yeah one elevator blew out at your place and two at mine so three elevators blew out and and they're all they're literally all brand new yeah. in different places and we blew out all the servers and these servers are based in england by the way for my radio stream and they said it's never happened before guys hundred thousand channels blew out when when i started promoting rlm music and had the most listeners of rlm music listening online of all time radio station has been around like 12 years it was the most people we've ever had listening and then it blew out so you could say it's a coincidence or you could say maybe the electricity and the energy of the earth are breaking old wine skins can't handle new wine it is written so the wine is coming down as bina the wine of understanding from sapphire stones and it's judging the old wine skin the false wine the lust wine Lust is often described as a wine in Scripture. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's an energy to it. That's why it's a temptation, Mm -hmm. because you get high on it. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why that stuff happens, y'all. And it's written in the book of Proverbs, and this is of Lilith and also of Jezebel. Such is the way of an adulteress. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wrong. It's that I have done no wrong. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wrong. Not only is it saying I have done no wrong, but what does it also come in the appearance of? The mitzvah. Oh, I'm doing the will of God. I'm doing an act of obedience. What is the mark of understanding? The wine of understanding from Bina, crystal clear and sparkling coming down through sapphire stones in obedience to the apostolic word and the apostolic commandments of Jesus Christ. Obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You're going to have to have obedience and sacrifice 
But if the obedience is not there, forget about the sacrifice, it won't be accepted. Cain's offering was not accepted. Any offering that was not accepted, there was no obedience. The sacrifices that were accepted and the glory, the Shekinah, Shekinah upon the sacrifice, the pillar of fire, Elijah's offering, it came down where there was obedience and sacrifice. God's been teaching me about the offerings and sacrifices in a deep angelic way. And he was telling me how in the Old Testament, you know, there's mystic seers, Samuel the seer, there's seers everywhere. Seers would watch the offering and the sacrifice on the altar eaten by angels. And if the offering was not eaten by angels and taken to God in heaven, dogs would appear and take the offering. I saw the neon lion matching you in the camera right before all these manifestations. <laughs> Absolutely. So the same as today, we could say we're not in the Old Testament. No, there's sacrifice, sacrifice and offering. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have not required. Well, why? Because obedience is greater than sacrifice. Amen. But once you're obedient, what does Song of Solomon say? It no longer feels like a sacrifice anymore. Why? Because obedience makes sacrifice automatic. But if there's no obedience to Yadevave, Jesus Christ, creator of heaven and earth, sacrifice is hard. It's hard to give a hundred bucks. It's hard to refrain from drugs. It's hard to refrain from false love and sexuality and the the impulses of the flesh and the evil impulses of the eyes. It's so hard. Listen, Jesus died on the cross and that was harder. The whole function of Messiah is to save you from the hard things in life. Jesus dying, who is God himself, is harder than anything we've ever faced in our lives. Yes, even you watching right now. Jesus, what he dealt with, was harder. Yet he never complained, nor got bitter. He never got bitter, nor complained, and they ripped the skins off his body. Okay, So he didn't even have skin anymore, and he wasn't crucified with a loincloth. He was crucified naked, embarrassed in front of his mom, his family, his siblings, his disciples, the high priest, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers of the law, and not just the whole nation of Israel, all other nations, the Romans, Pontius Pilate. You could say even Caesar was there because through Pontius Pilate, he was. He was. So in front of the whole world, God was embarrassed naked on a tree. Amen. And died for you and me. So now through his embarrassment, we can be rid of our shame and rejoin our spirit, soul, mind, and strength to Jesus Christ in heaven. Amen. As it is written, come up here. Come up here, which means don't just leave your body down as a maggot sack on earth. Come up here and be holy on the mountain, for I am holy, it is written. All the issues in the Old Testament, people are, you know, why is it almost seems like a different God to them? Because they have no understanding of the Old Testament. If they had gone up the mountain and been made holy, when God said it the first time, 
those issues and traumas of the wilderness would not have happened. It would not have happened the same way. Mm. But what? They were afraid. They were terrified. They were disobedient to the word of God. No, just send up Moses and you tell us what God wants us to do. That doesn't mean go into rebellion. Rebellion is not obedience. But he wanted a company of people, a nation of people, to go up the sapphire stones. Can you imagine if Israel then, having been brought out of Egypt, and they, they came to receive the Torah, if they had gone with Moses up the sapphire stone, like, oh, we can't. There's a dark cloud. If an animal even touches it, it'll be stoned to death. We can't go up. God's going to kill us. If God is calling you up sapphire stones right now, you are essentially in the same place right now in 2023 as the people in the wilderness making a decision. Who is going to go up the sapphire stones? Who is going to follow... Moses, following the word of God, up the mountain. Sapphire stones. When he went up the mountain, what did he see? Sapphire stones. I think, let's look at the Achaean picture if we can. At first, you'll see a mountain. You go up the mountain. And then what did he see? The appearance of sapphire, sapphire stones. To eat and dwell with God in the heavenlies. Want the close-up? Yeah. Just in case anyone's having trouble with the planetary powers as representative of the sapphire stones. This is the design of creation. The twelve gemstones of the ephod. And let's look at the sapphire world's chart. Sapphire. That one's nice too. I like this. That's it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look at that. Does everyone here know how to count? Do we know how to count good? Raise your hand if you can count pretty good. Right, kindergarten level. You got a C in college math. <laughs> Let's At a questionable count. Bible college. Let's say instead of a bone throne of Satan at Pluto, we have the Holy Spirit of knowledge. Let's count all the circles, starting at the bottom. Okay, ready, everybody? Let's count together. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And now look at you and put your hand on your belly and say, 12. Wow. Okay, all right. Isn't that exciting? Don't so you want to be a part? You can put an ephod on you and rest two onyx stones on your shoulders as it's written of the increase of my government upon his shoulders. There shall be no end. Don't you feel special now? Don't you feel a whole lot more valuable and worth? The sacrifice of Christ that he wanted. He was worthy 
and he wanted to call you up higher to be made worthy. You will, that's one of the promises on Sapphire Stones, you'll be made worthy. He paid a price for you. It was worth it to God to sacrifice for you. You should feel that value. Twelfth stone of the ephod. Mm. Your Malkut, you as a whole, your body, your spirit, your mind, your your flesh and bone. Jesus ascended and has flesh and bone in the resurrection. Your friends, your family members, the ones in heaven, at the resurrection, will have flesh and bone. We're gonna see them again. I hope you didn't despair like pagans despair when someone dies, because we have a hope that does not disappoint. They might have tapped out for now out of the fight. You know you're walking in the glory if you're laughing at funerals. <laughs> Jesus screwed up every funeral he attended. You'll see them again if you walk this path. Now they might have died in the church age, but we're in the kingdom age now. There's a different level requirement. When there was... Old Testament, the age of the Old Testament, weren't the requirements a little different than the ages of the New Testament? You don't need to bring your animal, animals to Joel's bar for their throats to be slit in the backyard, you know, chicken. Cook. Maybe have barbecue. Barbecue is nice. Barbecue cat. That's essentially what the sacrifices were, or a barbecue. Some of them, uh, the offering would be completely burnt, so no one would benefit except for God. He's seeing this sacrifice. Literally, no one gets to eat it. It's just incinerated. Let's barbecue your ash. familiars. Amen. But there were, uh, there were specific... Now, you can learn this in the master class. There were specific offerings that both the priests and the people bringing the offering would eat part of. It was like having a barbecue, literally. They would cook the meat of an animal, and it was delicious. Why? Why was it delicious? The glory of God was in the temple. Literally, God put his glory in the temple. He had requirements that if they maintained the requirements, and they did what God said, his glory stayed in the temple. Mm. So that Shekinah glory was... I mean, yeah, they couldn't see it with their eyes unless the high priest the high priest once a year would go into the holy of holies and he would see it or you know a priest might be in the holy place and an angel would visit right but that glory was emanating do you think that physical curtain stopped the emanations of glory it blessed and protected the whole nation it did and it blessed that barbecue so when they were Cooking mm. the food on the altar? Are they <laughs> cooking? It was through the Holy of Holies, Boiling the cherubim meat. of the mercy seat with the Ark of the Covenant, with the stone tablets, Aaron's staff that budded, and the manna from the wilderness. It was through that golden box that the angels come down and would take the obedient works of Old Testament Torah back up through sapphire stones known as the path of lightnings you will see the path of angels ascending and descending upon the son of man so they would see guys and the seers saw it 
and Uriel the Archangel would come right through the Ark and devour the sacrifices in the form of a lion. And if the seers did not see Uriel, Archangel, over Dot, the abyss, consuming the sacrifice, they they knew God had rejected the offering, and dogs of Jezebel would appear and take the offering away. And that person was rejected by God. Why? Because the glory didn't receive it. Because God, even in the Old Testament, was always seeing and judging the heart. And if our hearts are right with Him, the offering's accepted. If our hearts are wrong with Him, perverted, angry, bitter, jealous, judgmental, lustful, all of the sins, if those were in the spirit of the person bringing offering, dogs would appear. Our issue is purify your hearts from all unrighteousness, First John, it is written. Confessing with your mouth, your sins, your wrongdoing, not just privately, to one another so that your diseases can be cured, James says. Amen. Which means we like to keep face. We like to present ourselves a certain way because we're not vulnerable, because we're human beings. But in order for us to be in a place of sacrificial offering that God requires, our hearts cannot care about keeping face. It has to be serving God, even looking more undignified than this. It is written. For respectability was the vanguard of Satan's armies. Final quest, chapter 1. Respectability. Caring what others thought more than what God the Father thinks on the top of the mountain. These people are all in the sand. They're all in black Malkut. They're all in charismatic piss and charismatic feces that they thought was the anointing. But Rick Joyner's pointing out, no, that's a demon crapping on you. No, that's a demon taking a piss on you. And they thought it was the Holy Spirit. Is that not what it says in the book? It's exactly what it says in the book. And it's the truth anyhow. And they despised revelation that there even was a mountain. For they thought they were marching in the Lord's army, but they were only finding themselves fighting the Lord they claimed to be serving. Now this isn't 4,000 years ago. This is 20 years ago. This is final quest. Yep. And you'll notice in the final quest, some of those flying demons, they go up the mountain to try and urinate and defecate on the ledges. So you need to be protected because I have seen it too when people start their journey going up sapphire stones, they can still be deceived by that urination and that defecation. So never get a big head just because you've taken a few steps up, even taking many steps up, even going up many worlds, never get a big head. Because as soon as you do, you know who's waiting there? You know who's waiting to see you get into pride? You know who's waiting to see you get into your brain? Samuel and Lilith are waiting there to take you away with like flying birds. So the higher you go up, the more the fear of God should be formed within you. The more the fear of God, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do not let go of it. Never let go of, never let go of the shield and the sword. And the glory of God will be your rear guard, is written. The glory of God, the glory of God guarding you. 
Who does he give it to? The glory is his grace. Who does he give it to? The humble. How do you get Shekinah, glory in Hebrew, as your rear guard? In order to be on your rear, you had to go into it through your face, through your front side. Right? So in order for Moses to be hide in the cleft of the rock for all the glory of the Lord, as it's promised to him to be his rear guard, he had to hide in the cleft. He had to hide in the light of lights. He had to hide in the star of stars. He had to hide in the Shekinah of Shekinahs. Truth anyhow. Which means in order to be protected by, what does the Apostle Paul say? Put on the full armor of Shekinah, armor of light. Paul says, put on Shekinah as armor. True light. What is true light? Scripture in the Holy Ghost. Your word is a light, it is written. Why a light and not the light? Because fallen angels come with scripture. Satan tempting Jesus in the wilderness only tempted him with Torah. All he quoted to Messiah was the Torah Messiah gave on the mountain as the angel of Yadavave to Moses face to face on Sinai, using the very thing that he gave to his servant against him, which is what hypocrites always do. Truth anyhow. So, Oftentimes, I've been doing this thing by the tens of thousands through internet ministry and a little locally for a very long time. Oftentimes, people aren't even empowered on the other side until they get the vocab or get around kings and queens of celestial glory realms that have paid a price to go into the light so that the light is their rear guard. Now they're learning the celestial angelic ways. Now they have a vocabulary and most guys, most will use it in their ignorance against their own teachers. It's true. You read about the apostle Paul, apostle Paul saying this guy has gone away because he loved the world more than the kingdom. I refuse to take Mark with me because he betrayed me on the previous missions trip. So Barnabas and Paul were divided. Amen. So Paul takes Timothy, Barnabas takes Mark, and they go their separate ways. And we say, oh, you know, multiplied the gospel. No, there was divisions because of betrayal and disobedience in the apostolic church of the first century. It's written in the book of Acts. You read it in Acts that there was not unity in the book of Acts. We want the book of Acts church today in the 21st century. You can have divisions then. We want the Garden of Eden church in the 21st century. Then we'll have unity in God the Father's glory. Totally different standard. Yeah, and uh, let's look at the um, clip off. You won't hear that on Sunday morning. Yeah. If you are just experiencing a garden of Shekinah glory, be sure that it's not the garden of Lilith and Samael. The garden, the garden of Shekinah, Shekinah below and Shekinah above. What garden, whose garden are you walking into? Full of glory, so much love and affection. Oh, I'm so drunk. Oh, the scriptures finally. Oh, there's so much glory on the scriptures. And it's all about your pleasure, your favor with others. You get drunk on the wine of Baal. Unless you are a master of the Torah of the sun, you're not going to see the difference in the clarity of light. And that's a good goal to have. That's the garden of Lilith, the garden of Jezebel. 
Jezebel's tower is an ascension into the garden of Lilith. It's true. Lilith is a higher mm -hmm. principality of lust than the mm -hmm. lower principality of Jezebel. There are some celebrities, I won't even name them by name, but the Lord has taken me in the spirit realm and I've seen them. They hold these uh, green apples, the apples of the false orchard, the orchard of stolen Shekinah, and the fragrance is sweet. And as you make your way up through sapphire stones, once you you start going up in the heights of Asaya, really when you get into Yetzira, you may see these things. Right you may there. be tempted by the stolen Shekinah, the fallen apple orchard. It's a different orchard. The apples, now it doesn't mean you can't have green apples in heavenly places, but typically you're going to see that green apple. It may be disguised as red, just for the sake of the appearance of looking like it has some semblance of judgment involved, but it's mainly going to be focused on those things that you desire, like love and balance and your emotions. Um, but it's very much, it's a place, um, people who are very high level in money and celebrity, uh, who you would never, you would never guess that it would be these kinds of people, but they're in the demonic realm. And what they'll do is, well, as you go through them, you may not even be conscious of it, but they'll offer these apples to you. And so how do you know, do you know what your spirit man is doing? Like when you sleep at night and when you're awake during the day? I know what your spirit man's doing. Right, yes, probably. <laughs> Torah, Torah, and Jim, praying for the forgiveness of people's sins. It's all good, and I don't use it against you. That's why he entrusts me with seer vision. Yeah. I really honestly care. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's good. Yeah, the Lord will show us sometimes what's going on with the people or certain people. But understand, you have a spirit man. You have layers to your soul. Do you understand what you're doing? What are you partaking in the heavenly realms? Or is it still just... Oh my gosh, they said this to me at work, and my husband, and I don't know, and my wife, and oh, well, the finances, I just need the finances coming in. Do you, see, you're up here, sinning in worry. Oh, I'm afraid, well, if I just do that, I'm afraid to be doing the wrong thing. More sin, more fear. You just keep adding sin to sin. Oh, just feeling sorry for, I just can't seem to, I just, no matter how hard I try. And that whimpering, whining stuff, because mm -hmm. I've dealt with stuff like that in my life personally, honestly. I've dealt with everything just like everyone else. And the only thing that works is Torah, or also known as the scriptures. Torah means instruction of the word of God. So Jesus Christ came with Torah. His instructions called mm -hmm. the red letters or the gospel. Gospel is the Torah of Rabboni Jesus. It's clearly what the Bible says. He was called Rabboni, Rabbi. Even Pharisees called him Rabbi, teacher. I know that you are a Rabbi, Nicodemus said, John chapter 3. I know you are a teacher sent from God, a Rabbi of God. That's what's written. I know you are Rabbi. To be a Rabbi means a true sent teacher from God the Father as creator. So Pharisees even acknowledged Jesus of Nazareth as a rabbi, even though he was outside of their system, they would listen. And the Bible says even some of the Pharisees believed in him. Okay? Which means his teaching was totally 
kosher, and legitimate, but it threatened the financial institution of synagogue. Therefore, they plotted to kill him, it is written. So it's all about the teaching or the gospel or the Torah of Messiah, because the Torah of Messiah fulfills the Torah of Moses. Amen? The Torah, I have not come to do do away with the Torah of Moses, but to fulfill it, it is written. Which means Torah fulfills Torah. Does that mean we do away with Moses? No, if we fulfill Moses. What's the fulfillment of Moses? Revelation chapter 15, Moses and the Lamb standing on mountain Zion. Mountain of silver, gold, gemstones, believers' rewards. We go into the mountain, we read the final quest. I'm only saying final quest because it's the only reference point to reach a lot of you listeners right now because you wouldn't believe me unless I referenced it. (laughs) And you believe Rick Joyner, so I have to reference your current level of faith just to reach you right now. And this mountain was filled with caverns of gemstones. The blue stone had the sun in it, S-U-N. And what did the angel say? This blue stone containing the sun is crucial for this generation. This generation cannot fulfill their destiny without the gemstone or revelation from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ of the solar system. If you are waiting for church age leaders to agree with this message before you act on it, you will be left behind with them in the church age. Yeah. He requires faith to please him. And it's like, well, I just don't like the vessel. That's what they said about Moses. There's a lot of things I didn't like about me either. So I I kind of agree with you. Seriously. But you know what? He has a way of cleaning us up so significantly that we become different people with a different personality. I am so different than what I was in sin and in darkness as a warlock of Satan in the Klephoff 25 years ago that it's not even remotely close. So I know nowadays it's not so much that you're fighting the warlock Brandon. You're fighting what Jesus Christ transformed me into through constant consecration into a being I didn't even know exists. And I understand why. It's not like, oh, I'm angry and I'm in spite against you because you don't get it and you're judging it. I get it. Like, I would fight it too if I was in sorcery of Babylon the Great because it is so different And what religion has taught us, the whole metamorphosis of Romans 12.2 into a different butterfly creature. And it's not just one butterfly creature. It's metamorphosis constantly and continuously dealing with all the pet trivial things of spirit, soul, personality, likes, tastes, interests, hobbies, until it's like, well, I guess I only like to be like my father and do what my father's doing. And I've learned that through the constant consecration of the Holy Ghost for the last 24 years. And my nefesh sinful nature has opposed it most of the time. Most of the time. It's not like I just flowed with it. It was so easy for me. It's just a gift. It's just a gift I have to be godly and everyone else suffer. No, the nefesh of everyone opposes divinity in the animal form because it's an entirely different creature, a new creature. Behold, I make some things new. 
But you can keep your introvertedness, your extrovertedness, your cares, likes, desires, your taste in music and television. No, that's not what scripture says. I make all, meaning all things new. You're going to have different tastes. I used to be able to listen to Sade. I used to be able to listen to all kinds of stuff. I tell you right now, because of the Shekinah, and I'm not being a religious Pharisee about it, maybe just a little bit. But I can't even listen to a lot of the stuff I used to listen to as an audiophile because of a lack of Shekinah on it. That's the only reason why I'm listening to Arla music. If there was more glory on smooth jazz, that's what I'd be listening to. But you become an entirely different creature that is entirely led by measurements of Shekinah light doing the will of God in heaven. What is God's will? Glory to glory, maximum glory with all your thoughts, will, and emotions, and ideas, plans, and actions. Hmm. Let's look at the New Worlds chart. I think this will help them understand. New Worlds, yeah. So, essentially what's happening here is you're becoming a different creature. As you go up these worlds, you send the rungs of the ladder of Jacob's ladder, the secret stairway within you. You're going to encounter different levels of angelic beings, living creatures. Do you want to have the experiences of Ezekiel? Do you understand that the vision of Ezekiel was looking through the prophetic lens into the world of Yetzirah? Not just by going up by faith. We've had a couple of reports back now of some of these younger people who have tried to ascend flying blindly into Sephiroth and falling. So even some of these younger people who are destined to walk in this with us have tried and failed in a similar way to how I tried and I failed the first time until what? I got wisdom and understanding on how to do it, how to do it correctly so that you're going to be pegged in a high place. Now, these worlds here, what Brandon is saying, what the apostle is saying, when he went up from one world to another, something changed. Why was it okay the certain things that we did totally saved in the world of Isaiah, the things that we watched, the things that we listened to, we found revelation in it, we enjoyed the glory and the presence of God. Why is it when you go up higher, it's impossible not to change your habits what you watch, what you listen to, it gets refined. Now this is different. A lot of people who are into the drunken glory religion, right, where it's the religion, they don't know these steps. They don't know this ladder. So whenever they see someone consecrating their life to a next level, they will automatically attack and accuse it as religion because that's all they have experienced. That's all they know. That's all they've seen. If someone is on Black Malkut in the Black Sephiroth and they try to do external changes, oh, I'm only going to listen to this kind of music. I'm only going to read this kind of book. I'm only going to talk to these kind of people. They're serving religious demons and not God. So no matter what it looks like in a form on the outside, they are still sons and daughters of the slave woman in religion. Our mother... Heavenly Jerusalem, mm -hmm. Sarah. She's called Mother, isn't that good? 
Jerusalem above, Mother of Revelation. Our Heavenly Mother. That's the total antidote for Lilith, isn't it? Yeah, the Heavenly Mother. Wow. She's glorious and magnificent in all splendor, in all adornments, in all righteousness and purity and power. She's the one that's crying out, Who will give my daughters the torch and the sword? Who will make her our mother? Not a monument anymore, but a movement. By moving, by moving with the Holy Spirit, the impulse of the Holy Spirit and not the lust of the flesh. The honoring of the Heavenly Mother of Heavenly Jerusalem. The world to come. Where are you going to find that on the sapphire stones? You're going to go up. What's the sword? Getting into the sun, at least. It grows as you grow. By maintaining sexual purity and righteousness. Purity and righteousness. That gives you prayer. That gives you the sword. But if you're in purity, but you're lacking, and there's another Jewish word. We had one already today that we talked about. This one, it's called mishpat. What is that charity giving? Mm. As long as you're in purity, but you don't have charity, you can't inherit the sword. It's only for those who have purity and charity with a good heart, a it's giving true. heart. It's written in the word. Now, if you give to an unworthy cause, right, if you're giving into the black sephirah, if churches and preachers are aligned with the black sapphire stones of the clippoth, and you're sowing money into their causes, there's still a level of curse that you're reaping. This is why, for many people, the principle of giving doesn't work. They give with a wrong heart. They don't give out of the pure leading of the Holy Spirit. And then when they do feel some kind of co being compelled to give, and they give to these churches and these preachers who are underneath, which means they're receiving, which means they're caballing the black sapphire stones. And it all comes down through Lilith. It comes down through Satan, all the way down through all the principalities, and then it channels and funnels all together in Lilith, the black moon, into black Malkut. You're all Kabbaliing something. Yeah. Which means you're all receiving something from the second heavens. We just want to make sure it's Jesus Christ. Truth, anyhow. Right. So, the giving into those black sapphire stones in religion corrupts your mishpat. It corrupts your charity. We use the English word charity. Some people have a trouble with the King James Version. Like, charity, what is it? It's like, come thou holy, you oh, know, yeah. some God that I don't know. Charity is King James for love. If there's no charity, if there's no giving, there's no love. They're all, they're connected. The meanings of the words in the Bible, when you translate them into one language, it loses some of the depth of meaning. But when you learn the sapphire stones, it enriches the depth of the meaning of the word of God. Now, some of you who are going to be doing Bible studies at your homes, you're starting uh, them online, you're joining around with people in your regions to join Red Letter Ministries. Uh, let's look at the World Sapphire Stone chart. When you do your Bible studies, New World uh, Sapphire World, 
when you're doing your Bible studies, I want to encourage you. We talked about looking at the Hebrew names, the origin of the root word of the name. Interpret the Bible through the sapphire stones like you've learned here. When you're going in and you see love, loving kindness, when you see earth or you, the earthen vessel or the kingdom, holiness, when you see the judgments, as judgments are good, Gevra. When you see the psalmist David refraining from getting his brain to go after things that are too high for him, Da'at, keeping Da'at in check, Pluto. When you begin to understand in the sapphire stones, it may be slow at first, but the understanding of the complete word of God working within you in power, you're beginning to understand and study original design. This is the way things work. How things come down from a higher power, whether it's from the demonic or from God. Did it come from God or did it come from man? If it came from fallen, sinful flesh, it's going to be in the so don't do your Bible study in the clip off. Amen. Amen. Just decree it out loud and put Amen. it in the chat. Just say it out loud. I will not do my Bible study in the clip off. I will not study the Bible under the fallen angels. Amen. So Amen. good. So Amen. just keep that in mind. And you can, if you're afraid, remember, don't add to your sin by going into fear. Don't add to your sin by going into self-pity. Don't add to your sin by going into anxiety. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock. And the door will be opened. Was God just kidding or? For everyone who asks receives. Are, is God a liar? Do you think God's a liar? Do you believe that God is a liar? Do you believe the word of God? Ask and it will be given to you. What he said, when you ask, you don't receive. Why? Because you want to use it on your own pleasures. Forsake the pleasures of your nefesh. It's not a problem to have a nefesh. It's a problem to have a nefesh that's not crucified. With what? The word of God. The Ruah. Amen. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Enoch's door will be open to you for everyone. That's including you. Yes, you and even your spouse. Amen. And it will be open to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and Enoch's door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives. Not with a double heart. Not with the impure intentions of stealing information to start your own ministry in some <laughs> high-level corruption form of treason that'll likely get you killed, will definitely destroy your destiny, and will open you up to the entire demonic Sephiroth. So don't do that. What are your motives? I would say, if you have an issue with a brother or sister, what do they say? Leave your gift at the altar. Make it right. 
and then go back and do your sacrifice. Do the sacrifice. Make it right. You can do that right now. Make it right. Is there something in your heart? Is there something in our hearts that has to change today? While it is still called today? Not as an excuse to, oh, I, I just can't give to any of the offerings and Red Letter Ministries because I just don't think I'm ever right in my heart and I just, nothing ever gets done and I just, oh God, oh God. It's time to get real. Are you a soldier in the army of God? Do you believe the word of God? Do you believe the ones who he sent? If he didn't care, he wouldn't have sent anyone to you. There will always be someone who has gone before you to clear the path. That's how God works. He raises up someone. He raises up a company. He's asking you right now, can I count on you? He wants to raise you up as a company to pave the way for 60 million faithful RLM Global frontline soldiers for Joel's army. It starts with Gideon's 300. Are you prepared to make the sacrifice? It's the sacrifice of what? My will, my thoughts, my emotions, my time. Financial offerings, contributions. Some of you in your uh, your app, your submission have said, I'm available to pray and fast this many days a week. Good, thank you. Are you called to prayer? Are you called to prayer and fasting? Some of you have talked about translating videos into other languages. That's something God's already spoken to us about that he wants to do, so you're on track. Hmm. It's time to start taking those actions. If there's something that you can contribute that the Holy Spirit reminds you tonight, do you have experience with building applications, apps, updating apps, working with technology, audio and visual ability? Are you just so great with kids, you know, that you can help with your, the babysitting and your local, you know, you're going to have your local group? Has God laid it on your heart to open up your home once a week for the Joel's Bar or the Bible study on the Sapphire Stones so you can start getting a prayer group going in your region and start the RLM in your region faithful soldiers somebody has been hearing from God but you haven't brought it to the surface you haven't mentioned it you haven't offered that it could be a gift there's something that you have the ability to do something that you've learned, something that you've developed, God has developed in you and he wants to use your gifts and your talents to advance his kingdom. Some of you have talked about making music about sapphire stones. Well, that'd be wonderful. What's the one of the main problems we have? If there's any anointed music, we can't even hardly play it at Joel's bar for sake of copyrights. It's all copyrighted. So... Are you going to do this for personal gains? You can go to your Christian record labels and just work more iniquity. doesn't mean you're not going to have 
your own things, but are you going to contribute to the kingdom of God? How wonderful would it be for RLM Global, whatever stadium it's in, whatever homes it's in, you know, there's a vision. There may be many broadcasting locations worldwide. For that music that God's put in your heart to make songs about sapphire stones and the realities of the heavenlies, how are you going to manage that? Think about Fox. Not the ones in your vineyard, but the television program, how they have a studio in every city on earth except for like communist China. So you can broadcast from anywhere. And we might broadcast from communist China. Amen. So if that's you watching too, let's get the master class in China. Our app is in the app store in China. Yeah. We've had like over 100 downloads from communist China. Amen. So if you speak a foreign language, you are on board. Or if maybe you don't know the languages, but you have access and you know about the software to translate the entire masterclass into a number of languages, then that may be something that God's put on your heart to do for his kingdom. So again, when it comes to these things that you can do, who are you doing it for? What are you doing it for? Is it to make your own ministry? Do your own thing, build up your own world, your own kingdom. But what is it that God has placed in you that you can contribute unselfishly to advancing the will of God, advancing the kingdom of God to get this message out on sapphire stones? Amen. You know, even the 12 year olds watching, liking, Commenting and sharing mm -hmm. yep. is a form of spiritual warfare. That's huge. Because of algorithms. The algorithms right now determine if the message and the content is seen by others. So by liking, sharing, and commenting, mm -hmm. you're actually committing to an act of holy spiritual mm -hmm. warfare against people's blindness, deafness, immorality, and religiosity. And it works, guys. It does. Our uh, media manager was telling me, when you're telling him to comment and write in the comments, that's how the algorithms on YouTube share that video to anyone who logs into YouTube. That's how they get to see it. Mm -hmm. A lot of Christians are looking for this. I know we have a lot of people that have rejected us. There's a lot of people looking for us. Seek and you will find a higher manifestation of Mount Zion that will feed you celestial food, the bread of heaven, so you can be more Christ-like, more angelic, and less beast-like, less earthly. Amen. Amen. Some of them might be out there just dying in the wilderness and they're looking and they haven't found it yet. You could be the bridge, the connector. That one time that you shared it to your wall or you shared it in a messenger, they don't maybe know about these things yet. Your comments boosted that algorithm, so now it's going to show up on their page, and bam, then they're learning cosmic righteousness. And they're walking on sapphire stones, and let's look at the clip off, and they're destroying, they're learning how to destroy this entire design out of their own soul. This is how you get new heavens, as it's written. New heavens where righteousness dwells. By destroying these old heavens, you automatically bring forth new heavens. That's our job commissioned from God the Father's presence. Mm -hmm. The old heavens and earth will be rolled away like, like a scroll, put away like an old garment. 
like a scroll because these are demonic words. Yeah, so you could be the connector to save someone's destiny who's dying in the wilderness now. So, and don't, I would encourage you, I want to encourage you, don't wait for us to tell you what to write in the comments. Whether it's something, if you don't know what to say, and some of you are still struggling with, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I know everyone's growing at a different level. If there's something in this message that's highlighted to you, anytime that we're on this platform in Joel's bar, or in the reels, the shorts. Whatever one of those things the Holy Ghost highlighted to you, right? You're practicing the Holy Ghost highlights. If that one thing stood out to you, or you felt something there, go ahead and just type it out. Put it in the comments. Or something that you learned. But please, don't wait for us to say, write this, write this, write, let's be proactive. You're not just reacting. You're being proactive because you're a soldier. You're not waiting for the man of God or the woman of God to say, you know, please share. We need, it's good to have the reminder, but share it to that whole friends list. I want to encourage you. Shadrach's um, videos, his live streams, our live streams, our videos, share them with your entire friends list until people start unfriending you. And this will clear up because guess what? We have 60 million friends incoming. 60 million soldiers, it might make some more room, make room for, for the, the glory. In the silos. They're, if they're not into sapphire stones, they're not a real friend. Who did Jesus Christ say with his, was his family? Those who do the will of my Father. They're not doing the will of Father, they're not my family. And he says, you only love me if you obey me. And he said, obey my commandments. <laughs> Amen. So, group together with those people who are learning righteousness... Make sure you're sharing the broadcast. If you don't know what to comment, comment something that was highlighted to you. And you can always share your favorite emojis or encouraging emojis. If you don't know what to say, you know, the fire emoji is great. You know, there's all kinds of things that you can do to interact. And I feel fire blazing on the top of my head. And this, it's there pleasing. There was fire in my belly like a volcano after the last time the the camera overheated Amen. and I could feel the bubbling <laughs> of like liquid lava out of my belly. It was Ooh. tonight has been one of the wildest manifestations of God's glory of all time. Amen. I'm so grateful too. We got to keep broadcasting. <laughs> I can it. feel the liquid lava boiling out the top of my head right now through Hakma. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So please always be sure you're never going to annoy us by how many times you're sharing. Like, oh, I just shared the other day. That's a demon. They don't, like, there's something that people get stuck. Oh, I've, I've been going to Joel's bar for the last 10 years. I've been coming for the last five years. They know I like this. It's not about us knowing if you like it or not. It's about getting the word out. Being a soldier. Reach the nation. Confronting the Laodicean church of America mm -hmm. and burning them up with holy mm -hmm. love from sapphire mm -hmm. stones. You can make, quote, quote um, photographs, right? So on any of those little, there's plenty of free apps. You can take the quotes from Joel's bar. You can take uh, the scriptures that you've learned of righteousness and add the links, right? Links to the videos, links to the show or where they can subscribe and just start putting that out there. That is something that is just, it's exceedingly blessed. There are heavenly rewards for advancing the kingdom of God. And again, it's not about just doing whatever 
we want to do. It's about taking the word of God, the vision of the Father, his kingdom, his will be done, not our will, his will be done, and this is his will. So let's get the message out. God wants to harvest the nations into righteousness. He says, build it according to the vision I gave you on the mountain. It is written. Build it according to the vision I gave you, Moses, on the mountain. So all building, which is the word apostolic, which is real Christianity, must be completed according to the vision of the apostle and prophet, because Aaron was there sometimes too. Moses is apostle, Aaron prophet. Both are the leadership of New Covenant Christianity, according to Ephesians. Therefore, build it. Build my church. Build my kingdom according to the vision that I've given my apostles and prophets on Mount Zion. It is written. Amen. The vision is conquer everything. Conquer the cliff off. Conquer the heavens. Conquer the Laodicean age. And God will give his anointing to you without measure if you're all about your father's business, your father's fame, and your father's glory. Amen. I will write the name of my father upon their foreheads. There's an inscription coming. By doing a higher, more glorious, greater glory. Glory to glory until we're doing a higher, more glorious work. What are the white garments? The marriage garments of the Lamb in the book of Revelation. The righteous works of the saints, it is written. So what are these works? These are the works according to the vision I gave my apostles on the mountain. Build according to the vision I gave you on the mountain. It is written, and this is the vision. Apostolic assignment for RLM Global against the principality of delay, Malachi chapter 3. Do you want to read it? Amen. I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, against the adulterers, against the false swearers, and against those who oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow and the fatherless. Amen. And this was a, a word that the Lord had brought to us in Red Letter Ministries for all of you global. How many times have you been struck by that spirit of delay, delay, delay? What did the angel standing on the sun say? No more delay. Mm. And he gave us these three specific instructions. Read the whole chapter of Malachi 3 tonight. That's mm. your homework. All right, somebody write that in the comments. Our homework tonight is to read Malachi chapter 3. We only know that chapter from when we cringe against the Old Testament legalism of the tithes. Because, you know, we come out of Black Malkuk. Read it in the revelation of Jesus Christ, the spirit of prophecy. Read it in the Sapphire Stones. Mm -hmm. That chapter is Rhema right now against the fallen angels to establish God's celestial kingdom. Mm -hmm. You can read it uh, on your own, or you can read it uh, together with your Bible study, with your online group, your friends in Red Letter Ministries. Uh, maybe some of you live in the same region. Uh, when you get together, you can do this Bible study. But uh, tonight, take a look at Malachi chapter 3. And if you remember, it was at first the teaching and the training on the tithing. 
and the sapphire stones. Remember, your Bible studies will now be on sapphire stones. No more church age, kingdom age only. We taught mm. on the tithing, why it works on sapphire stones, why it's gone wrong. Malachi, Malachi 3 is all about the second heavens. It says that offering there comes out of the windows and the storehouses of the heavens. It's second heavens. Celestial, heavenly Jerusalem. Jerusalem above in the torch and the sword. Jesus Christ told Rick Joyner, the entire book of Revelation is about the second heavens. The entire book of Revelation is about conquering second heavens, establishing second heavens Jerusalem with sapphire stones, which is why you have all the building around that celestial city through those that are building in that place, according to the vision on the mountain. So the walls are jasper, the streets are gold, foundations, pearls, the names of the 12 tribes of Israel, and the 12 mm -hmm. names of the apostles of the Lamb. It's all to conquer heavens, second heavens, to have new heavens, celestial heavens made new. This is the mandate and the assignment for this apostleship mm -hmm. full of silver, gold, and gemstones. Mm -hmm. Tithing, orphans, we raised last month $5,555.55 for the orphans of RLM Africa, Nairobi, Kenya, and three different orphanages so that all of their tuition of all the kids was paid for for an entire year. New beds. And today, the need was, this is all in private, in secret, the need was we need a water tank for the orphanage, Pastor Shadrach. So Shadrach messaged me that. He told me it's $250. I was going to ask for the offering tonight for that. A brother who's been fasting and praying heard from the Holy Spirit that there was a need for $250 for RLM Africa and sent it without ever being asked the exact amount for the water tank for the orphanage in Nairobi. So that need is already fulfilled. So we can move right into phase three, the widows. According to Malachi chapter three, you must take care of the widows. Five select, faithful, prayer-filled, heart on fire for RLM Global and gossip-free widows have been hand-selected in CFI RLM Africa in Nairobi, Kenya. Our goal is to raise $1,000 per widow for food, maybe a new bed, maybe an air conditioner, something to dramatically upgrade and transform these five precious widows' lives in Nairobi. Our goal is to raise $5,000 this entire week. You can give by clicking any link in the description, and we will raise this money for the widows of Kenya. Amen. And uh, I just want to bless, bless these widows and bless... Uh, bless their names. Uh, these women, these five women, like five smooth stones, they love RLM. They're always in the place of prayer for Red Letter Ministries Global. They are praying for you. They've been praying for this vision. They love Apostle Brandon. They love us. They love this vision. They understand that it's from God. They are um, free from gossip, like you said, and there was one day, was it last week? I think it was last week. We had some of the mightiest time of prayer and worship after Joel's bar. I think you know which time I'm talking about. Mm. And there, 
their case came up before God in prayer, and I mean in fire on sapphire stones. Just, it was, I have never prayed like this in my life. And when it came to their case, their, I don't even know how, how to say it. I mentioned it to Shadrach, and he he saw it in the spirit realm happening that night. There was a, a lot of things, many things happened in prayer that night. But one of the specific things was the preciousness of these five women who have been faithful in the place of prayer, faithful in their speech and in their action. If any time that there's a need and a call for prayer that goes up, they're there. They're participating, they're helping, they're putting the kingdom of God before their own personal needs. <laughs> and as a, a widow, a woman of God in Africa, it's not the same as some of you may understand life in the United States. Many of you live in the United States or in a first world country. It's a much different situation, right? It's like an emergency if the building runs out of air conditioning for one day, right? They call it emergency maintenance, depending if it's in the heat of mm -hmm. summer. It's literally an emergency when there's no air conditioning. It, it's just, it's a different level of suffering. It's a different level of commitment that we see. And I know many of you in the first world nations, you're rising, you're coming into that place of prayer. The easier things are for us, it seems, you know, in these first world countries, the more the distractions, the, Laodice the Laodicean spirit tries to creep in and steal away at your devotion. When you don't have devotion, you don't have fresh oil. What lamp are you going to be burning? What oil are you going to burn that lamp with of holy devotion? If there's no oil, you're not going to have what you need for the fire. And if there's no fire, there's no light. Oil for light. So, you know, be inspired uh, by these women and their sacrifice. We look up to them. We honor them. We love you. And um, thank you very much. We love you, uh, Mercy, Mama Yvonne, Grandma Priscilla, Mama Undunga, and Siokao Unduko. We love you. We honor you, women of God. Be blessed. And I just want to encourage everyone who's watching, as you hear these names, we bless their names. We bless their devotion and their passion and love for the kingdom of holiness, for the kingdom of God. Your houses are going to be filled with new angels, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. So I would sow into that word, sow into these women of God. There have been so many things that we've prayed for on your behalf, sins to be forgiven, regions to be covered. And in a moment's notice, and a word goes out that something is going on, and Shadrach has gathered, and these women have come in the place of prayer and fighting for you, fighting for your destiny, fighting for the will of God, rebuking the Satans, and the, the, 
these people they'll be praying for like hours days if needed i don't think most of you yet in the army of the lord have the endurance in prayer can you prevail in prayer that's something that the laodicean american church and the first world church the body of christ the army of god we could learn in the place of humility from those who understand to prevail in prayer and i want to encourage you not to attack something based on the form calling it religion calling it this calling it that what did we talk about earlier were you paying attention if it's in the black sapphire stones consecration is just religion when you're in the pure sapphire stones which means what you're aligned with the apostolic and these five women have aligned themselves with the apostolic of the red letter ministry of jesus christ and they love what god is doing so they've aligned themselves with the sapphire stones of jesus christ so don't call in wicked judgment religion what god has decreed righteous and precious in his sight amen so i would encourage you be blessed as you give into this worthy cause and understand this is that third instruction he gave us three specific instructions to take down the spirit of delay out of red letter ministries global out of your lives out of our lives with these three instructions and i see these five women as five smooth mm -hmm. stones in that third and final instruction mm. amen amen bless you guys we'll see you tomorrow all the giving from all the links will go towards the widows click any link in the description and be blessed as you give amen amen
milk and honey, milk and honey flowing. days have known some bitterness taste of the milk and honey amen get rid of all the bitter memories let all of the bitterness leave eat of the milk and the honey So I everybody to maybe calm down from the crazy praise and worship going out on out here like a bunch of hooligans and listen up. We have a major announcement. This is big. We have released ultimate birthday cake parfum. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so new and fresh. We have last month's release of Celestial. Because I haven't even made a HD picture to show you yet. But it's available. Ultimate Birthday Cake Parfum. I'm telling you now, Rebecca has been hounding me for like four months about making a fragrance. She's spraying it right now. I make. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Making an ultimate birthday cake parfum. And listen, this is how supernatural it is. And people think, oh, it's just fragrance. No, it's just prophecy. It's just the heavens and the earth. It's all things new. It's, it's natural and spiritual. First in the natural, then in the spiritual. Make earth new on earth as it is in heaven. So this includes fragrances. You're going to conquer markets. You're going to conquer marketplace. You're going to conquer everything. Because you're Joel's army and you're Israel of God. Listen, today I received in the mail a package that exploded confetti all over my perfumery, but I knew it was from Lilith Satan, so I sealed it up so it didn't shoot 
fallen angel confetti literally all over my perfumery. They sent it to the P.O. box as a confetti bomb. Don't get any ideas now. I'll report you to the USPS. It's a felony. Ha ha ha. Listen, I knew it by the spirit of prophecy. It was a demonic assignment, so I sealed it so the confetti didn't ruin my perfumery. Because this fragrance, ultimate birthday cake parfum, has the smell, as we've told you previously, of confetti. So there was the counterfeit confetti of Lilith and Jezebel, because we've established ultimate birthday cake confetti parfum. The real prophecy that's neat and in order that makes no mess, that smells delicious, was already released with the true confetti of God. Check it out, bbluxuryperfumes.com. Amen. And just to clarify there... uh, Just to clarify that there, because some people, they don't understand. Oh, what's the problem? It's just confetti. The demonic assignment on this thing was set to open up so that those little things would go in and destroy the perfumery. Right? You have many delicate things, glass bottles, open containers, and that goes in. It's ruined. It's destroyed. It could have done $10,000 in damage easily. And it's interesting that you had that because I had a different package that came in from overseas and I couldn't, I, I was like, what is it that I ordered? I didn't realize I'd ordered something on Etsy that wasn't, you know, in the States. And it was a prophecy of these birds. And the last set of birds I got, they were, you know, for bookends, they weren't powerful enough. They weren't strong enough. And uh, so it's been about getting the Hod and the Netza correct. That's been a theme. And what do we know about Hod and Netza in the Black Sephiroth? Uh, that's where the milk of either the black sephiroth, the milk of the breasts of Lilith come down, the black songbirds, right? There's all kinds of allegory there. Uh, the weak knees, right? You know, strengthen the feeble knees. The pure milk, which is purity, milk represents purity, that comes down from above, pure prophecy is being restored. The purity of prophecy, and these two birds that I got in the mail today were just beautiful, just stunning. They had the weight to uphold my spiritual library. I have a physical library, I have an electronic library, but my physical library, some of those Bibles um, and those books, they're heavy, and so it has to have the weight. The prophecy, pure prophecy has to have the weight behind it. That's good. So the righteous acts of the saints are... Prophetic works, sapphire stone works. Why are they sapphire stone? Mm-hmm. Because sapphire is the color of prophecy, which means they're the living works of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. And at that time, when I was going to open up this package, think I kept thinking it's a bomb inside. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking, you know, I knew it wasn't a physical bomb because, you know, otherwise there'd be some, one of the angels would have mentioned it or something. But it just, I kept, I was so cautious opening it. I kept feeling, and I believe I was experiencing what Brandon was feeling and experiencing when he received a package that exploded with a demonic assignment. And so it was just a really powerful day. What is the antithesis to uh, Lilith, right? The pure birthday cake. And we don't have the picture, but you can see it here today. Oh, yeah, check it out. 
You can zoom in on that. You can zoom in. Ultimate birthday cake parfum. This is so wonderful. This is the best thing ever. Four months in the making. She's been hounding me like the hounds of heaven. We've been singing happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus, again. So we got confetti accords, uh, vanilla cake mm -hmm. accords, Ooh. and uh, organic vanilla absolute. Ooh. So from good. Madagascar, this is the, best. the finest ingredients in the universe to make this stuff. Oh. And I want you guys to know that most of <laughs> all of the perfume sales goes into buying jewelry. So you're, you're supporting a great cause, like my five carat diamond. That's real. Mm -hmm. And all of my gold chains, almost every single piece of jewelry I have comes from the profit of BB Luxury Perfume. So if you want to see me more blinged out, Buy some more perfume. Amen. Amen. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow.